Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Welcome to UK Travel Planner Podcast. This is episode 63. This week, I'm really excited to be talking to Cheryl Ridpath-Conway about her trip to Edinburgh. Now, Cheryl appeared in episode 13 about her family trip to London, and which is one of our actually most downloaded episodes. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I do recommend that you download that and take a listen. But um, I'd like to welcome Cheryl back onto the podcast again. Welcome, Cheryl. Hi, it's so nice to see you again. Uh, it's lovely again to be able to chat with you and catch up with um, your latest trip over to the UK. Um, so first of all, would you like to start by introducing yourself, telling us who you went on the trip with, when you went, um, and also just how long you went for, because it was quite short. It was very short. Um, okay, so I'm Cheryl. I'm a stay-at-home mom from California. We have three teenagers. Um, the oldest is going to NYU in a couple of weeks. The middle one is a rising junior. And then my, I have a 13 year old and my middle one, um, is looking at colleges primarily in the UK. So her number one choice is university of Edinburgh, which is why we went just for a quick time. They were, um, my older two were with the school on a trip in Europe to London, Paris and Biarritz. Ah, so I picked them up in Biarritz and then we skedaddled over to Edinburgh packed it all in. And uh, then we met my husband and other daughter in Dublin, spent ah. two weeks in Ireland. Oh, perfect. And that that's why I thought this would be an excellent podcast episode to actually chat to you about how, because you had 36 hours, is that correct? 36 hours in Edinburgh? Yeah. <laughs> so, so which is, which is amazing that because you packed a lot in and I know you pack a lot into your, into your trips. <laughs> my kids are like, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, the whole time I'm like, come on, people, we're burning daylight. Wheels up in five. <laughs> and you were there in June as well, so you got plenty of daylight. Yeah, July. Yeah, oh, July 7th. Uh, okay, because um, I was there. But June. yes. <laughs> yes, because I was picking your brain about Dean's Village. Yes, absolutely. So, okay, so it was yourself and your middle middle daughter? Middle and oldest. Middle and oldest daughter who are in Edinburgh. And the primary reason was uh, looking at the university, Perfect. which is solidified as number one as oh, her choice. Oh, that's so oh. exciting. So exciting. If she can get in. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully she will. I've got fingers crossed. That'll be great. And then you'll yeah. have to visit Edinburgh loads and loads of times and the rest of the UK loads yeah. and loads of times, which is exciting. Yeah. Okay, so that was the kind of background to to why you were in Edinburgh for because you went off to Ireland, obviously after that for a couple of weeks, didn't you? So you did that two weeks trip round round Ireland. So yeah, this was kind of like an, an add on, so you could go and explore Edinburgh for your daughter. So that's great. So how did you decide um, what you're going to fit into those thirty six hours to make the most of Edinburgh? Well, I posed the question on your Facebook group, like if you only had a day um, and overwhelmingly everyone said the castle, the castle, the castle. So I knew I needed to fit that in. Um, So I looked at the times of the University of Edinburgh um, 
school tours, the campus tour, yeah. and then um, booked that first because that was our priority. And then I tried to get into the first time slot of the day for the castle, but um, it was already booked. So um, I got into like an 11 o'clock, which altered what I did there. Because normally, similar to the Tower of London, um, where you beeline it to the crown jewels and then kind of explore... I, since we were at 11 o'clock, it was already pretty crowded. Um, we just decided to skip the crown jewels. We had just seen them in London and I didn't want to wait in the two hour long queue. So, um, but that's always my first advice. If there's something you really want to see, book the first time slot of the day, get there early for that like pre-queue and then yeah. beeline it. Yeah, no, that, that's uh, that's good advice. And obviously when you've got 36 hours as well, you have to prioritize what you want to do and see. Yeah. As you say, you know, even when you were there, kind of taking that, right. making that decision, and we're not going to see the crown jewels because we haven't got the time to, to wait for them. So um, what did you include in in your itinerary? So obviously we know the Edinburgh Castle. Right. So it, like, as you know, Edinburgh is very small. So we were able to check a lot of stuff off the first night. We were initially going to go to Arthur's seat, but we our plane was delayed and it was raining. And so it was like seven o'clock at night. And we're like, let's just save that for next time with God willing, she goes to school here. Um, so we just checked a bunch of things off like Greyfriar Bobby or um, Greyfriar Kirkyard. Yeah. Uh, we were looking for the writer's museum and we kept Googling it and we were like, this, it says it's here. This is the address. Where is it? And then we realized you had to go through a little close. And for your listeners that don't know, a close is like a tiny little alley in Edinburgh. And then we walked through there and then there was the writer's museum. So <clears throat> we were able to like check off a bunch of stuff. And um, we're big, I think you remember this, but we're big Harry Potter fans. Yeah. So um, we went to Greyfriar Kirkland. So let me, I don't, I'm assuming that people know what I'm talking about, but Greyfriar Bobby is obviously, as you know, that statue yeah. outside of Greyfriar Kirkland. And he was a dog that in the 1840s or 50s, he lost his owner and he sat and he watched his grave for 14 years. So he was kind of adopted by the city of Edinburgh. Yeah. And then after he passed away, they memorialized him with a statue. And then behind him is the Kirkyard, the um, the graveyard where the owner is. And there's also a lot of names you would recognize, like Potter, McGonagall, yeah. Tom Riddle. So yeah. J.K. Rowling used to go through there and look for inspiration for when she was writing Harry Potter. So we went and saw like all those graves yeah. and um, it was great because it was kind of raining, but not really. So uh, the Royal Mile was empty. The, okay. the graveyard was empty. So we got in the middle of summer, these really like great pictures. And um, so that was good. But um, we had done the Harry Potter tour in London and then we went to Edinburgh and everything made more sense in Edinburgh. Like they were like, Oh, this is in London. They're like, this is the inspiration for Diagon Alley. And I'm like, I don't really see it. But there, when you're on like Candlemaker Row or whatever, you're like, oh, I see this. You know, yeah. you really could see yeah. the inspiration in Edinburgh. Magical. She was living there when she when she started writing yeah. books as well. Because the Elephant um, House Cafe, unfortunately, yeah, um, there was a fire a couple of years ago. Um, Doug and I were, we, we were, were there in, I think, 2020. And the fire, I think, was later on that year. Um, but um, we, I, what I didn't do was go to the bathrooms, which is where everybody said you should have gone. So, um, But unfortunately, it's still not open. I'm not sure if there's going to be a date. I don't know. I keep trying to follow that to see if that, that opens up because that's where there was a table there where she sat and wrote the books. Yeah, it's, it was still closed when we went there. We got pictures on the outside, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was just that was our first night. Like yeah. got some my kids 
I should also mention my kids have celiac disease. Um, so when we travel, everything is around safe, gluten-free restaurants. And I know you've included stuff like on yeah. the afternoon teas about gluten-free. So we had a list um, of, of restaurants that were not dedicated, but safe. And we wound up not going to any of them because we went to all dedicated places. But the first night we just went to a place called Fritz and got French fries. We stayed in a place called um, Residence Inn by Marriott which is very, very central. It's like less than 10 minute walk to the university, um, less than 15 to the castle. So very central. And so the fry place was not close, not far from there. Okay. But yeah, little tangent, but to food, but yeah, there for celiac people, there's a place called GF cafe, which was phenomenal, like fantastic. We got paninis that were amazing. Like these chicken pesto paninis. My daughter had like a walnut honey cake. A little out of the way, um, not in that main center, but definitely worth the trip. The hours are not long, like nine to three-ish, Yeah, but um, highly, highly, highly recommend it for anyone going. Okay, that's good to know. And I'll, I'll, I'll link to that in the uh, the show notes as well. What time did you arrive? What time did you leave kind of the next day? It was like 6, 7 p.m. at night on a Thursday. Yeah. And then we left at 7 a.m., on Saturday morning. Okay. So we basically just had Friday there. Yeah, yeah. We had Thursday night to pop around. Um, Rod Stewart was giving a concert when we were there. Oh, so it would be busy. <laughs> well, it would have been, I think, if it wasn't raining. Yeah. But um, have you seen that structure on the castle? Yes. They kind of build this really ugly <laughs> structure coming off the castle, which is a sin because it takes away, I think, from the beauty. But the cool thing is just walking around the city, we could hear Rod Stewart like clear as a bell. I'm like, I feel like oh. I'm at a Rod Stewart concert right now. <laughs> so it was cool. Yeah, the build up for the, the Edinburgh tattoo. So they start that in May, I think it is. We've been there in May. And of course, then you've got all the noise of the banging and putting all the structure up. Yeah. So that yeah, that's there for the for the Edinburgh tattoo. So um we'll be there in December, January, so it won't be there. But yeah, I know it's it yeah, it's unfortunate, isn't it, when it's it kind of is a bit ugly in yeah. front of the castle. Right. Yeah, because that castle, uh, we've been to a lot of castles. Like we just spent two weeks in Ireland. My kids at the end of Ireland were like, I feel like castle are our new church because at the end of Italy, they were so sick of churches. At the end of Ireland, they're so sick of castles. Yeah, But I do think the coolest one I've ever seen is Edinburgh because it's like King Arthur-ish, like coming out of the ground, you know, how it's like kind of built on that um what do you call it volcanic log yeah volcan thank you yeah it's uh that was so cool <laughs> oh it, it is it is lovely and it's a fantastic walk up to it as well when you walk up the royal mile yep that's a lovely walk and obviously you've got all those little closes off the royal mile as well we'll, we'll, yes. we've got great little great names um i did a historic mm-hmm. um royal mile walk into in uh last time i was there well 2020 i was there this year but unfortunately got sick um so i didn't do very much um but uh yeah which was really interesting kind of learning all about the history of the those and the names of the closes and and uh yeah that was it was it's worth doing if you if you're there longer so next time when you don't go you definitely recommend to learn a bit more about the history i would like to do that yeah yeah that we I was looking at our schedule and we had this one tiny gap because we had eaten where I had like two hours free. I'm like, oh my God, how did I do this? Two hours free in my schedule. So I'm like on my phone booking stuff. And I wound up booking like a witch trials. Oh, yes. Tour. 
really interesting content. Yeah. Delivery was a little weird, I have to say, because she was dressed like a witch and it was very clear she had a script. Yeah. But she wasn't like a great actress and I don't mean to be mean, but um, like, so she would deliver this like, oh, I forgot to have something on my cauldron at home. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but really great content. Yeah. So like just clipped along the Royal Mile and was like, oh, the heart of Midlothian, this, boom, Mary Queen of Scots, this. Yeah. Great content. So I actually highly recommend the tour. Um, just as a, just be prepared. That's like a little hokey. Yeah. 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 A little cheesy. maybe. But it's, um, <laughs> It's called Edinburgh Witches and History Walking Tour. And I think it's I Welcome Tours. Okay. But um, really great content. Yeah, you get to learn something when you... Yeah. Because the, the history is fascinating. When you walk up there, you're like, it's amazing. Yes. And what you find out, you're like, oh, it's all a bit gruesome. The weather wasn't great when you were there. It was a bit, was a bit rainy, as you say. But when, That night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, the next the, day was gorgeous. Oh, perfect. And that's typical. Yeah. UK weather I do say yeah. that to everybody it's like you know when we went to um this year it was the weather was lovely when we were there I unfortunately was sick um but the last time we went in 2020 oh, we've been, I don't know we've been so I think we've been three times in the last three years but in 2020 I remember because we we went um oh no it would be like it would be last year because it was May so um 2022 we arrived on the Sunday I got sunburn it was that hot the next day I'm covered mm. head to foot with uh, jumper scarf um raincoat I was freezing and it was pouring down rain entire day the day before beautiful sunshine <laughs> that's typical yeah that's what they say in Ireland you'll get all four seasons yeah. in one hour and yeah. it was true it was like oh my it was schizophrenic the weather but it, it was yeah. cool yeah it's absolutely like that so um did you did you did you get to Dean Village because I know we chatted about that yes so the so Friday which was their one full day there yeah. we got we started our day at 7.30 a.m. Yeah. Um, and then we went We went straight to the Venel Steps. Do you know the Venel viewpoint, the Venel Steps? Yes. Which is the those stairs. And then at the top, there's the best view of the castle in Edinburgh. Yeah. And we just took like a bunch of selfies and then headed over to Dean Village, which is absolutely beautiful. But I think I hyped it up too much in my mind. Like I had a, I don't know why I thought it was more of a destination place. And it was just more like a place that, if you went to, you'd be like, oh my, so pretty here. And because it really is so pretty. Yeah. But I don't know that you would need to make it a priority like I was doing, but um, I still think you should get there. You know what I mean? You don't have to get up at 7.30 in the morning to go like I did, but you should definitely walk by. And the people were so nice. Yes. We went to a little cafe there and just talked to people walking their dogs, like just really nice people. Oh, that's good. Yes, we went. To be honest, it was the first time that I'd visited when I went to Dean Village because it, it, we always do all the main highlights. And and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's very pretty. We went about five o'clock. Quite a lot of people there. It's very popular now. People taking lots of selfies and lots of pictures. But I did take some rather pretty pictures, which I was very pleased with, which I will put in the show. Yeah. Um, and some of yours, obviously, some of your pictures. Um, so then after that, where did you head to? Then we went down to a place called Sugar Daddy's, which is um, a gluten-free cafe for breakfast. Yeah. But we had to wait till they opened at 10 so kind of hung out they don't have any seating so we just got some like muffins and sat on a bench ate them and then beelined it to the castle because we had 11 o'clock um entry time and the castle was sold out for the day so it was really good that we didn't try and wing it when we got there <clears throat> So we went to the castle, and like I said, we skipped the crown jewels. But there's a lot of really other cool stuff there. Uh, just the view from the castle is so pretty. Yes, this view is excellent. Yeah, 
that tiny little chapel. I can't remember which uh, royal it was, but you know what? Which one I'm talking about? There's this tiny little chapel, and you walk in. It can fit like six people, but it's really cute. I do. I've got pictures of it. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember either. And then there, we went to see like the birthplace of King James, where Mary Queen of Scots had him in this tiny little room. Like I said, though, once you've seen, I hate to like minimize the history and the beauty of these things, but when you've seen one castle, when you've seen a hundred castles, you kind of, you know, they lose their allure, I think yeah. a little bit. Yeah. No, I agree. But there was, yeah, but um, it was just cool. And like I said, I just love the way that the castle is kind of built coming out of the earth. I just, I just thought it had like a very medieval King Arthur, yeah, you know, a lot feel to it. Ex- Excalibur. <laughs> so after the castle, where did you head? So after then we went to um, the University of Edinburgh tour. And so my one daughter went back to the hotel and I just went with my middle daughter and um, really great informative tour. It was one hour long. Um, It happened to be graduation. I guess they do multiple rounds of graduation. So it was kind of cool to see the students in their, their outfits. Um, But just really solidified that she wants to go there. Um, We also visited Trinity college in Dublin and university of Galway and We've obviously done a bunch in the U.S. and she saw American University of Paris. But this was like, it was the town, it was the university, just everything about it. Um, it's just really cool. Oh, that's so exciting. But it's like 16th in the world. I think it's it's Princeton and Yale uh, bookend it in yeah. terms of the world list. So it's very hard to get into. And so that was our main purpose in the trip. So then we did that. Um, then we went to that cafe that it's called the GF Cafe that I told you about. And then after that, we went to back to the university area and there's um, a gluten-free food truck kind of thing. It's all crepes. It's called, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Tuppenquin. Um, but it's got savory crepes if you wanted, like a steak one or something like that. But we just got a lemon and a Nutella. But anyone who has celiac or is gluten-free, there's a really great crepe truck dedicated. Um, oh, then we had this weird little break, which... Um, which I never have a little break. I don't know why I did this. So then, like I said, I scheduled this witch tour, which was great. It started at St. Giles and then just went along the Royal Mile. So like I said, uh, that was only like an hour long. Each stop was just a couple minutes and full of really great content. Really interesting, really great content. A little odd delivery, um, but I think that's just subjective of who, which guide you get because yeah, yeah, they probably have ten guides there, and it's just depending on their acting yeah, ability. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, but whoever wrote that script did an excellent job because it's it's really great content. Yeah, that's good. And we were just like my kids get overwhelmed with information sometimes because I send them on a lot of tours or we do tours, but uh, so it was like, but my main goal was talking about the witches. And then Mary, Queen of Scots. And uh, the witch, this one, it's like half hang Maggie, is it? Have you heard that story? No. Um, this, they hung this woman for witchcraft. She And then uh, took her body down and like her friends wanted to bury it. So they took the body away. And then she like started breathing again. Um, they hadn't, hadn't broken her neck. Yeah. It's kind of morbid to her. But uh, so she was alive. And she lived and they couldn't try her again for it. I guess you can't be tried again twice for the same thing. So she lived like another 50 years and 
it was like half half hung Maggie or some I forget her name, but something like that. <laughs> Let's find out. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it was all these little yeah. little yeah things that, that you remember, um, which I yeah yeah I Ooh. always think if I can retain ten percent of what I hear, then I'm a lot better off than I was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, and then after that, uh, we shopped along like Candlemaker Row, and then we did eight to nine. We did Mar- real Mary King's clothes. Yeah, yeah, which was very interesting. Yeah, okay. Again, with the haunted, I, I think yeah. if Edinburgh is the most haunted place, then this particular spot is like the most haunted in Edinburgh, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's Annie's bedroom, which is this bedroom that a psychic in the 1990s went to go in and couldn't enter because it was so anguish filled. And it turns out it was a little girl named Annie who had gotten separated from her doll. So the psychic brought a doll and now the spirit is like content. So all these people bring dolls um, for the girl and there's like a hundred, 200 dolls in this little room. So I'll have to and, add that um, to then, my uh, my itinerary for uh, in December if I get or January probably January we will be in in Edinburgh. I get I'll get a yeah. little bit, I get a little bit scared. <laughs> I'm a bit scared. It, it, I know it it wasn't bad though, and um, it was more also the plague stuff. Yeah. It was a lot of the plague focused um, because uh, it decimated Edinburgh the yeah. black yeah, the last absolutely. round of the black plague. Yeah. Yeah. So then I get like, is it still in the air? You know, like that. I get <laughs> yeah. more worried about than a spirit. Yeah, no, for sure. So that that was kind of a full day. Then was it? That was our full day, and then we left at like seven the next day. We do photo shoots everywhere we go, and as we're walking out of this one souvenir shop, my daughter was like, "Hey, mom, look!" And it was people dressed like you know Vikings or whatever the. And I was like, oh my God, let's do it. And they're like, no. And I'm like, why did you show it to me then? And they refused to do it, this photo shoot. But then we saw this guy, uh, I'll send you his picture, who had like the blue face, like Braveheart, and yeah. he was dressed fully as the, and he had props, like swords and stuff. I'm like, hey, can I take a picture with you? And we're like sword fighting. And my kids are like, oh my God. And he's like, I'm your new father. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your pictures. <laughs> I got my picture, yeah. And he was like right outside the Royal Mile, um, like by that entrance. I mean, um, outside the castle on the Royal yeah, Mile. Yeah, yeah. Near Witch's Well. Okay, so that's cool. So you got your pictures. Because I know you, you like to have your um, pictures taken, which is lovely wherever you go. You have your family shot. Yeah. The, the, um, still one of my favorite pictures ever is the, the one of you guys um, in London at um oh the beatles uh walk oh the abbey road abbey road that's it went out of my head yeah, yeah abbey road that's such a cool picture that you guys had taken it's so uh, uh, it's it's in the show notes for episode 13 if anybody <laughs> wants to see that <laughs> it's really cool. my kids are good sports they yeah they really are they really are it's really good <laughs> so how did you get right because obviously you um you flew in and flew out of edinburgh so how did you get from the airport into the city cab okay so you picked that up outside the station? Because we get asked that all the time. So. Yeah, we didn't pre-book anything. Um, and so we just grabbed a cab right there and and then walked everywhere in yeah. the city. Perfect, perfect. Okay, brilliant. So I'm going to ask you the one tip that I ask anybody that I chat to on the podcast. And mm-hmm. this is the one for you, Cheryl. So what would be your one tip for anybody planning a trip to Edinburgh for the first time? I would say prioritize what you want to do. Um, and then free book, free book, free book, because I don't know if it's post COVID or what, but you cannot 
go somewhere and just wing it. Uh, the castle was sold out for the day. When we were in Amsterdam, Rijksmuseum and Van Gogh were sold out. Everywhere we have gone in the last couple of years, all the popular places are sold out. That's a great tip, um, to be honest, because you just can't wing it. You can't wing it these days really for popular places. You just can't go and go to London and think you're going to go to Westminster Abbey on the same day or Tower of London. or It's just you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. So, you know, we say that all the time. If there's something that you really want to do, you want to see, you need to book it. As soon as you know you're going and you've got a vague idea of what your time your, your timetable is going to be, what your days, then prioritize and get those things booked and plan everything else around it if you need to. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. And I asked my kids, because um, I saw this question, what was your favorite thing or the highlight of the trip? Oh, yeah. Because for me, I just, it's always the architecture, right? Like, especially in a place like Edinburgh, where it's so unique. So I asked my kids what their favorite thing was, and they both said the Venel Steps, oh. which I thought was an interesting thing, because it's A, it's free. Yes. And B, it's like not that crazy, but they're really into like Instagram and stuff. So, they just took like a hundred pictures of each other with their poses. I can imagine. Yeah. So that would be perfect place to get that, that shot for, for Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. If you have teenage girls, you might want to check that out. Take them there. Get Absolutely. Your okay. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast again and talking about your um, trip to Edinburgh. I'm hoping that you're going to get there for longer next time. Yeah. Uh, but you certainly packed a lot into your 36 hours though. Yeah. I really wanted to do the Harry Potter train the um yeah jack bite yeah good fun that is it's lovely and get up to yeah fort william and glencoe and yeah it's my one of my favorite places in the entire world without a doubt and i've you know traveled a lot and it's still yeah still get the call back there all the time it's funny you know you have that don't you Mm -hmm. but it's really exciting so you know hopefully you'll you'll get back to scotland for for a longer trip um sometime soon and then we can talk about that and that on the podcast as well Yes, I know. And if you expand to Dublin or Ireland, oh, I've got a lot of notes on. Uh, we have got an episode about Ireland, so I'm happy to talk about uh, visiting um, Ireland, the Republic of Ireland. Uh, definitely, um, obviously not in the UK, but but a lot of people will yeah. visit uh, London and then or Edinburgh and then pop over to to Dublin and do a trip. So yeah, we can always have a chat about about doing that. But for this this episode, just want to say a huge thank you for that. Thank you. It was so good seeing you. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl. You can find the show notes, uh, all of, everything that we talked about in this episode with Cheryl in the show notes uh, for this episode, which is at uktravelplanet.com forward slash episode 63. Uh, we have some other episode uh, information about Edinburgh on the website and also uh, in uh, episode, I think it was 58 or 59 of the podcast, you can find more more about Edinburgh where we share our tips. But for this week, that just leaves me to say happy UK travel planning.